This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas, along with Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading employment lawyers. We are heard at this hour every weekend at this time. You can call Lior now, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. And to reach Lior through the week, toll-free 1-855-821-5900 or email help at employmenthour.com. Lior, another week that was. Uh, why don't you run down a couple of the lowlights? <laughs> Thank you very much, Manny. And, uh, you know, it's it's been a busy week. I'm, I'm very, very happy that uh, people uh, have been paying attention, listening to our show and calling me with questions. I think people are starting to understand that they have rights, they have entitlements, that the law is actually quite good at protecting individuals in the workplace uh, and ensuring that people get what they're owed. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're here for another hour, Manny. Hopefully people can call us with their questions. Maybe they're uh, they're driving home after a nice weekend, but they, they had a bad week last week, and they want to know if their employer can do something that they did. Give us a call. We'll answer those questions and everything else uh, that you have. Uh, but as you said, let me let me run down a couple of scenarios that I saw both of these individuals that I'm going to talk about. I'm not using any names here. Uh, are people that heard our show over the past couple of weeks and, and called me. Uh, first one was a, a lady that called me. Uh, she had actually lost her job about six months ago, but she heard our show and, and contacted me. She worked for a company in a very senior position as a senior manager for two years. And when she was let go, uh, it was a restructuring, nothing that she did. She was paid two weeks. She wasn't even asked to sign something. Here you go, two weeks. The reason why she it was only two weeks is because when she had started working, she signed an employment agreement that limited her entitlements. And what, the reason I say limited is because without that agreement, she actually would have been owed six months severance. So instead of six months severance, Manny, they paid her two weeks because of that employment agreement. So I asked her for a copy of that agreement to see uh, to see it for myself, and she sent it to me. And what was interesting in that agreement is that it said that your start date is January 7, 2015, uh, but the agreement was signed January 10th of 2015, three days after. And I confirmed with her that, in fact, she did sign it three days after she started working. Well, that was extremely, extremely important. It was important, Manny, because if you sign an employment agreement after you start working, it's usually not enforceable. So this was huge for her because, in fact, she signed this agreement three days after she started working. I forget what the reason was, but it made it unenforceable. Because it was unenforceable, that term in the agreement that limited her severance was also unenforceable. That meant that she was in fact owed a full six months pay. So what I told her is despite the fact that you only got paid two weeks, despite the fact that you signed that employment agreement, your full entitlements are to six months pay. So I'm working with her right now to get her that six months pay. And the lesson there is extremely important for for individuals because first of all, uh, you, your employment agreement may try to limit your entitlements. In many situations, is actually not enforceable for, for various reasons, one of which may be the fact that you didn't sign it uh, before you started working. So the bottom line is you can't take it for granted uh, if your employer says, hey, look at this agreement. It limits your entitlements. 
it may not limit your entitlements. You actually have to figure that out for yourself. You have to give me a call and find out. Uh, and, and she did, and for her that meant another five and a half months pay. And by the way, Manny, as strange as this story sounds, it actually is a very, very uh, common scenario. Well, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people get presented with an employment agreement after you know being on the job one or two days. I don't know anybody. Well, I, I do know a few people, but I'm sure it's common practice that you're presented with an employment agreement actually after you walk in the door to start your first right. day at work. I, I'm not sure so many people get an employment agreement before they actually start or they put it off. Maybe they say, well, I'll sign it when I first go in. In, in this lady's case, she signed that agreement three days after, and that was the crux of the issue. When I speak to employers, I tell employers something very simple. I said, you never have an employee start working before they sign an employment agreement. And this is why. But for individuals, well, first of all, man, Manny, let, let's make it very clear. And we'll talk about this more at length in, in a future show. An employment agreement almost always benefits the employer. Okay, I would much rather for an employee start working on a handshake, much rather that. An employment agreement oftentimes uh, takes some entitlements that the employee may have and either eliminate them or give them to the employer. So it often is in the employee's interest either not to have an employment agreement or for that employment agreement to be unenforceable as it was for this lady. And for her, literally, that was a five and a half months uh, question, which was roughly around $45,000 difference. This, this fact that she signed it after she started working. So are you suggesting then that before anyone stepped through the door uh, to greet their new company that they send you that proposed employment agreement? Well, oftentimes uh, uh, when people get a new job, Manny, they focus on, on various aspects. They look at what the salary is. Do I have benefits? Do I get a bonus? How much vacation? And obviously those are important things, Manny. For sure, you should always pay attention to that. But there are other terms in an employment agreement that are equally important or or maybe even more important, like a termination clause. If your severance entitlements are being limited, at some point, that clause in the agreement can cost you tens of thousands of dollars. So yes, it is an extremely good idea to have your employment agreement reviewed before you start working. Number one, so that you can identify problem issues, and then potentially help you negotiating that agreement, at least to, to allow you to, to understand what you're signing. Very important. So many people sign agreements, give up rights without even realizing. Lots of people want to talk to you, Lior. We're going to give out the number again, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell to reach Lior Samfiru through the week, toll-free 1-855-821-5900, or you can email Lior help at employmenthour.com. You are listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. Manny Bazunas along with Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading employment lawyers. Let's talk to Gladys. Welcome to CKNW. Oh, hi. Um, I've been working for a manufacturing company for the past five and a half years. And about three months ago, it was bought out by an Asian company. And upper management isn't talking to us. They're just kind of saying, you know, it's just business as usual, just carry on and keep working. But um, there's lots of rumors sort of flying around that there's going to be layoffs and that a lot of the work is going to be outsourced to China. And uh, one of my colleagues um, has looked into this company's previous acquisitions of other companies, and that is exactly what their modus operandi is. They They kind of slowly start shifting orders and technology over to the parent company in China. 
And then after a time, uh, the Canadian office has uh, no more orders, and and then the company based in China has a legitimate reason to fire us. And so, um, and also, like, this is, well, anyways, one of the executive administrative assistants has confidentially told me that the executives have been looking into buyout packages for us. And I'm really worried about it, and I just don't know if there's anything I can do and how long, like, I just, I'm, I'm really confused because right now no one's saying anything, but then. Sure. Okay. Gladys, are you part of a union? No, we're not unionized. Okay. So, so let's talk about it from a legal standpoint, Gladys. From a legal standpoint, the, the company is allowed to let the employee go really at any time uh, and for any reason. They're allowed to let employees go for any time, at any time and for any reason. So they can decide, you know what, we can get the product done cheaper by outsourcing and they can let people go. As long as they pay them the severance that they're owed, they can do that. So the reality is whether or not they have a good business reason or maybe the business reason is not really well thought out, they can still do it. As unfair as it is, they can let someone go uh, w- without any any real rationale. Now, uh, that said, uh, I, I, in most cases where the problems arise where, uh, arise, where wrongful dismissals happen, is when the company lets people go, they don't pay the severance that they owe. So you've been there for, for I think you said, just over five years? Five and a half years, yeah. Yeah, and, and what do you do, Gladys? What kind of job? Um, I'm, I work in the, in the office for the executives. Okay, got it. And, and Gladys, how old are you? I'm 36 years old. So someone in your situation will be owed six months pay, all right? So they can let you go today, tomorrow, next year. Uh, they, well, next year, actually, they'll probably owe you even more money. But six months pay is right around what they would owe you. As long as they did that for you, they would be doing it legally. All your colleagues would have their own entitlements. They may be more or less than what you're owed, depending on their age, position, and length of employment. But the bottom line is you, you can't do anything to prevent them from letting you go. You can just make sure that if they do let you go, that you get everything that you're owed. Okay. Gladys, really appreciate your call. Uh, and uh, stay on the line, and uh, we'll get you Lior's uh, number during the week. You can reach him toll-free, 1-855-821-5900, or you can email Lior, help at employmenthour.com. Uh, however, if you want to talk to Lior right now, Six zero four two eight zero ninety eight ninety eight or star ninety eight ninety eight on your cell. You are listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk nine eighty CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas along with Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading employment lawyers. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Employment Hour on News Talk nine eighty CKNW. Manny Bazunas along with Lior Samfiru, one of Canada's leading employment lawyers. Love to hear from you. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Got a little fun thing happening a little bit later on the show. SeverancePayCalculator.com. This is really cool. Lior set this up for you. It's anonymous. It's free. You go to SeverancePayCalculator.com and you uh, type in a couple of the uh, necessary blanks and you will be able to figure out what you are owed if you are terminated. I guess that's reasonably accurate stuff, uh, Lior. That's right. Uh, it, it is. It is ab- absolutely accurate, and it is something that people need to know about. Uh, it's. It's. You know what the law is, and uh, you know we, we try to. Uh, to, to give people information and p- advise people as to their entitlements. Uh, and uh, my, my whole 
my whole purpose is to give people reliable information, uh, many reliable information, not half truth, not misconceptions. There's so many of those misconceptions out there. So what we do with the severance calculator, what we do on the show uh, is to ch- try to tell people exactly how things are so that they're informed and educated. I did it for a friend of mine uh, just because I wondered what she would be owed if she was let go. 163836 dollars <laughs> I thought you should get yourself wow. fired. That's a that's a nice chunk of change. Yeah, from now on she's just gonna you know come in part time. She's gonna be late. She's gonna make them let her go so she can get yeah. that pay. Exactly. Got to have that exit <laughs> strategy. Uh, two eight exactly. yeah six zero four two eight zero ninety eight ninety eight six zero four two eight zero nine eight nine eight to speak with Lior Ben. Welcome to CKNW. Yes. Hi. How you doing? Good. Good, good. I've got a question around uh, overtime. So I was unfortunately offered a package. It was three weeks uh, as a total. Um, but I, I worked, I was a salary-based employee, uh, but I worked, you know, anywhere from 12 to 14 hours a day and also including the weekends in sort of a project management role. So how, how, what, what can be done in regards to overtime? I did have a conversation with a lawyer and he mentioned that uh, there is like an IT and technology sort of, um, sort of, I guess, exemption. So they can use that. Yeah, but but let, let's talk about the overtime. Let's but let's start with the severance. So, how long have you been with the company, Ben? I was just over a year, so not very long. Okay, and uh, I think you told me the position and how old are you, Ben? Uh, I'm thirty-five. So you you are owed more than three weeks. You're probably owed three months' pay. Okay, so three months is actually what you're owed, not 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 the three weeks. So there's that issue right there. Uh, you you've been wrongfully dismissed if all you got is three weeks' pay. Now, right. uh, your question with respect to overtime: If you're working in IT, then there is an exemption with respect to IT uh, professionals, which means unfortunately that IT professionals don't get paid. Overtime. There's several categories of people that don't get paid overtime, uh, uh, and IT professionals is one of them. Now, that said, uh, if, in fact, at some point you did get overtime and then they stopped paying you overtime, then you may have recourse at that point. If they simply never paid the overtime, then they don't have to. You get the salary that you get, but you've been, you owe, you're owed three months pay, uh, Ben. D- did you discuss that with the lawyer that uh, you spoke with? Uh, yeah, and you know what? To be honest, he said that the the three weeks that was offered was moderately fair, which I kind of found a little bit, a little bit strange. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, just the sheer ben, amount of hours. Ben, it's not only unfair; it, it's not even close. It's not even in the range. You know, the range maybe starts at two. The range frankly is two to four months. Uh, three months is kind of the, the the meaty part of the range, if you will. Uh, so here's what you need to do. First of all, did you did you sign anything? Uh, it has been done already, unfortunately, yes. Okay. So yeah, I mean, so because re- it's been done, one of the things you would have signed would have been a, a standard release, and the release says that any claim that you may have to anything, you would have given up. So even if you were yeah. owed overtime, which it doesn't seem like you're owed, uh, you're not, you wouldn't be able to get it. So, you know, it's it's an unfortunate situation for you, but I think there's an important lesson there for, for many people uh, to make sure that you get the right advice when you accept uh, an offer to make sure that you don't get paid and you don't accept less than what you're owed. Yeah, very helpful. Thank you. I really appreciate that. It'll bring so many Thanks, points. Uh, thank you, Ben. It brings so many points up, Lior. One, I, and we heard this in past shows, we hear it in every show, uh, people say to themselves, and I know it's one of your 
employment law myths. Well, the company has been really good to me, so they must be fair uh, with this severance package. Uh, wrong? It is wrong. And, and the reason why uh, in my firm we have 18 lawyers working is because it's wrong. It's because over 90% of people or over 90% of employers don't offer proper severance. And, and I'm not talking about, well, you know, they should have paid you six months pay. They paid you five. You know, that, that's less, but it's not outrageous. I'm talking about situations where someone is offered a half or a third, a tenth even of what they're owed. That happens all the time. And unfortunately, once you sign that paper, like like Ben did, there's nothing you could do about it. So the time to deal with these severance offers, the time to deal with your termination entitlements is before you sign anything. Every single day, uh, every single day, uh, Manny, I get calls from people that they just heard about me, heard the show, and uh, they want to deal with their termination, and it's too late. And, and you know, and it makes me very upset. It makes me sad that I can't help these people. But the message then, it's, it's clear and it's obvious. You have to get advice before you accept a severance offer. In Ben's case, you, for example, couldn't go back to the employer and say, well, look, he really didn't know what he was signing here. He signed, but come on, he, you know, he's not a lawyer. And he, he signed off on something that he absolutely didn't have a clue about. You, you can't use that argument, I take it. Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, a deal's a deal. And once someone signs it, unless they signed it under huge duress. So, for example, uh, if they said, well, uh, if you don't sign this, we're going to go to the media and say bad things about you, you know, something like that, then no, you can't really get out of it uh, and you have to live with it, even if it's a bad deal. 604 9898 or star 9898 on your cell. 604 9898 You're listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk. 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas, along with Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading employment lawyers. Love to hear from you. Rick, welcome to the show. Oh, hi. Um, on this dismissal that you were just talking about, what about independent legal advice? I've, I'm a businessman, not a worker, and uh, and I've had contracts and agreements cancelled, and, and I've been to court on it because they were signed without independent legal advice. And if if a lawyer prepared a severance agreement for a company and it was given to the employee, as far as I'm concerned, if that employee did not have independent legal advice, he would have an action. I, you know, and, and I, I wish that was true. In fact, I've myself advocated for this to be true. So, so, so you and I are, are, are thinking alike. Unfortunately, the law, uh, the way the law has been applied is as long as an employee had the opportunity to get uh, legal advice, even if they chose not to use that opportunity, they're going to be bound by that agreement. So it's, you know, if the employer says, here's your severance package, I need it signed back in an hour, and the employee signs it, then no, they're not going to be held to it because they wouldn't even have had the chance to get legal advice. But as long wouldn't, as they had the wouldn't chance... They have, uh, wouldn't they have signed, a, wouldn't there be a waiver at the bottom saying, I waive independent legal advice? No, uh, the, the way the uh, a termination letter usually is structured is it says, you know, we, we encourage you to seek whichever advice you deem appropriate. Uh, and as long as the, the person has the time and as long as, you know, we're, we're talking about someone, you know, that, that's the age of, you know, an, an adult, so someone over the age of 18, then they're going to be held to it. Uh, and you can't really get out of it unless you didn't have the opportunity to get legal advice or if you signed it under duress. Otherwise, if you sign it, you have to live with it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to raise this question once more, because if you're handed a severance package and you've been at a company for a number of years and 
and this is your job and you, you don't have any future that you can see at this moment, you're under duress. So why would you not have a uh, have an out on that? Well, you know, the, the way the law defines duress is not, you know, what you and I would consider, yeah, obviously stressful. Duress is someone applying illegal pressure on you. So if I owe you money and I say to you, I'm not going to pay you the money that I owe you unless you sign this piece of paper, or I'm going to go and say bad things about you to the press, I'm threatening you with something illegal. And because of that illegal threat, you go and sign, that's duress. Otherwise, the pressure that someone may feel when they lose their job, the shock, is not enough to get out of it. That's why I say it's so, so important. You have to get legal advice, Manny, before you sign off on that severance package. Rick, really appreciate your call. We'll take more of your calls when we come back from this break. Do want to remind you of the number, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. And to reach Lior through the week, toll-free 1-855-821-5900 or email help at employmenthour.com. You are listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. Back in a moment. Welcome back to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas along with Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading employment lawyers. Love to hear from you. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. So you have received a termination letter uh, what do you do? Well, I was looking, Lior, at a very, very nice article on what not to do once you've received that termination letter. Uh, number one on the list, keep your mouth shut. Don't blab it around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Employers don't don't like you uh, talking about your, your severance offers and, and severance letters with, with others. And beyond that, uh, if, if you're negotiating your, your severance offer, uh, you don't want to tell your coworkers, hey, guess what I got? I got all this, uh, uh, this compensation. Because by doing that, you actually may make it harder for them in the future to get it. Uh, you know, the employer wants to make sure that, uh, you know, word doesn't spread, spread around. So this is a private thing. It's a personal thing. Uh, you don't need to discuss uh, these these things with other people. And, and uh, you know, you deal with your employer. You move on. You be professional. All right. We're going to take some calls here. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Lorne, welcome to CKNW. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, very interesting show. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I am... Uh, a 55-year part-time veteran of the PNE, and uh, during the fair this last year, I had a, a, a bit of a run-in with the uh, uh, liquor control board. But uh, there was no official letter, no uh, fine or whatever, and uh, the PNE uh, uh, gave me a five-shift uh, uh, suspension. And it's under my understanding that in progressive discipline, it's usually a verbal one shift, uh, three shift, five shift. And uh, one, the next very next shift that I had, which was a couple of months later, uh, the manager uh, said I didn't close my till twice and over 200, or I did have over 100 transactions. And I've got another letter. So now I've got two letters on my file after 55 years of perfect service. And I'm just wondering what, I know I'm, I'm dealing with the union, but uh, I need. Uh, I'm not happy with where things are going. 
So, Lauren, yeah, first of all, there's no strict requirement necessarily that, uh, that with progressive discipline, we start off with the verbal and then escalate to, to a written, et cetera. It, it does depend what the offense is. You know, the more serious the offense or the, the, the issue, uh, the more they're allowed to skip a couple of steps on the ladder. So, uh, you know, let's, you know, if, if you're uh, late five minutes, it's one thing. If you uh, make a, a huge mistake and cost people a lot of money, well, that's a different thing. So, so that in and of itself uh, is not a huge issue. Now, the, the, the thing that you need to do is you need to work with your union to make sure that the discipline is justified and that uh, the union, if it feels that the, just, uh, the discipline was uh, too much, that it, the employer was reaching, they need to grieve that and potentially reduce it. That's one of the things the unions could do is, is reduce the discipline to maybe a, a written or a verbal warning. Unfortunately, only the union is allowed to help you in this matter if you're part of a union. So if the union won't help you, the, you are literally stuck. There's nothing you can do outside of the union. You can't say, well, I'm going to deal with the employer or I'm going to hire Lior to deal with the employer. You have to work with the union. There's no exceptions to that. And, and ultimately, your questions have to be directed to, the, to them and you have to push them to help you to represent you and look after your best interests. Okay. Um, well, I'm, I'm really enjoying your show and uh, you've got really good advice. So uh, thank you very much. Lauren, really appreciate Thanks, your call Lauren. to CKNW. To reach Lior through the week, toll-free, 1-855-821-5900 or email help at employmenthour.com. But to talk to Lior right now, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Lou, welcome to CKNW. Thank you. Um, a couple of couple of questions. I got terminated um, beginning of March after 23 and a half years, and they offered me six months uh, severance, and I asked for more, and of course they turned me down, and I've had one reprimand in all those years, and uh, I just didn't, I, I don't get it. Lou, please tell me you didn't sign off on the severance. I didn't have any choice. Oh man, I'm 62. So Lou, uh, I have bad news for you, uh, and the bad news is that after 23 years, you would have been owed a lot more, potentially three or four times what you what you accepted, and and you know that's why on the show I've said and I, I've said it before and I'll say it again yeah. is you have to have to have to get legal advice before you sign off. Uh, the employer, you know, it's a business transaction. The employer is going to pay as little as it can get away with. Uh, even if it doesn't meet its legal obligations, yeah. if they owe you one hundred and fifty thousand dollars and you're willing to accept thirty, they'll be glad to pay you just thirty. Yeah, no, I, I get it. So I, that I you know what I mean. So, so Lou, I, you know, I, I I wish I could help you. Unless you signed it the very same day or the even the next day after they uh, they offered you the the severance, you, you're probably going to be stuck with it. And and I wish I really really do that. I had better news for you. Well, it is too bad because. You know, he was offered this severance, uh, six-month severance, and you said, Lior, it probably was closer to 18 months, but the moral of the story, and unfortunately Lou had to tell it, was do not sign off unless you talk to Lior first. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. You're listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980. CKNW, Manny Bazunas, along with Lior Samfiru, one of Canada's leading employment lawyers. Gordon, welcome to the show. 
Hi, this is Gwen Booth. Um, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, okay, so the whole world is mind-reading me, and it's creating noise for me. And I did call Sterling uh, Fox like 22 years ago, and I said about spying, which is the same thing. Canada did not get back to me, so the noise does actually influence me with regard to the noise. Okay, I think, I think Gordon, you're, you called the wrong show, uh, but we're happy to take your number off the air, and we'll direct you to the right show. This is not the one for you. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Uh, Lior, uh, this uh, article I was reading about the things not to do once you've received that termination letter, uh, don't leave on a trip. <laughs> I thought that was kind of humorous. <laughs> Most people are going to say, oh, man, I've just been fired. I'm going to go cool off on a sandy beach somewhere. Uh, no, don't do that. And don't panic. You know, I guess you see that raw emotion from people who first are terminated and they they call you up during the week and they say, oh, gosh, what do I do? I'm this and that. I'm so upset. I don't know what I'm going to do. I've got my family to feed. I've got a mortgage. I've got a car payment. And I want to work. And, and what do I do? Have they given me enough money to at least make it through till I can start applying for jobs? I mean, one of the things... In any business transaction, whether you're buying a piece of real estate or you're dealing with an employer, is get the emotion out of it. Yeah, and, and it is such a tough time, man. As you said, so you, you're going to work on on Friday. You think everything is going to be fine. You're you're thinking about what you're going to do with your family on the weekend. All of a sudden, you're called into a meeting and you're told that's it today. Right now, as we're speaking, you're gone, you're out of here, and the first thing you're thinking is, oh my God, I just bought a new car, or maybe I just signed off on a mortgage, and my, my kids are starting university in September, and what do I do? I'm out of income, uh, and I don't know how long it's going to take me. Maybe I'm not as young as I used to be. It is a very, very difficult time, and, and it's not uh, unusual that in this very difficult time, people may make bad decisions. People may make decisions that they wouldn't otherwise make, such as accepting this payment. Uh, so you're, you're terrified about not having income, and your employer says, here, we're going to pay you some money. All you have to do is sign this piece of paper. Well, well, that's a relief. At least they're paying me some money. I'm going to sign this piece of paper right away. Not knowing really, Manny, that by signing that piece of paper, you're actually potentially and, and likely giving up significant entitlements, potentially a lot more money that the law says you should have. So it is a very difficult time, and people often either panic or, or, or they, they react uh, out, of, out of a sense of, of fear, uh, and I understand that. It, it's normal. But remember what I say. You're going to look at a severance package. A severance package is going to have a deadline. Usually it's Friday. It's going to say, we need you to sign this by Friday at 5. Well, Manny, I'll tell you this, that the, the busiest time in my office is actually Thursday. People call me Thursday saying, Leo, my package is expiring tomorrow. I need you to, do, to review it. I need to talk to you immediately. And that's fine. Except what I tell these people, what I'm going to tell our listeners right now is, don't worry about it. Your legal rights don't expire Friday at 5 o'clock. Okay? Your legal rights are what they are. Either you're owed something or you're, or you're not owed something. And if you're owed something, your employer can't say, well, we're only going to pay you what we owe you if we accept it by Friday. Nonsense. You don't have to worry about these deadlines. You don't have to feel that pressure. In fact, you have two years to pursue your entitlements. You're far, far better off to take all the time that you need to consider the severance package, to get advice, and only to sign it when you're good and ready. Don't, don't fall prey to these deadlines that are meaningless. Well, I'm afraid that's what happened, it sounds like, with Lou. He 
was a a long-term employee, 23-plus years of service. He was offered six-month severance. He's 62 years old. Uh, Lior, you advised him a little earlier on in the show. He might have been entitled to up to 18 months, but it sounded from the tenor of his voice that he was pressured to sign off on this severance package. Uh, Maybe, you know, they hinted at some sort of a time limit. As you say, it's not Friday at 5, but it could be Friday at 5 two years from now. Uh, As Lior Lior points out, there is a statute of limitations. You do have to act on it, but don't get panicked on acting on it right away. We suggest the easiest route to call Lior through the week, 1-855-821-5900 or email help at employmenthour.com, or you can talk to Lior right now, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. You are listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas, back in a moment. Welcome back to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas, along with Lior Samfiru, one of Canada's leading employment lawyers. Now is your chance to speak to Lior, and if you have been terminated recently, you fear termination, maybe you've been offered a severance package, and it all looks like it's a foreign language to you, uh, now is the time to get some straight legal talk from one of the nation's best employment lawyers 604-280-9898, 604-280-9898, or star 9898 on your cell. One of the things uh, that you should not do, according to this article I was reading, Lior, you should not refuse to take outplacement services. Most big companies will say, look, we're firing you, but we're such nice people, we're going to actually send you to a uh, recruiter or a, a hiring coach and help you get through this. Does that, agreeing to go to an outplacement service, does that somehow waive your other rights in the severance? Here's why it's a good idea to to go to outplacement services if it's being offered. Uh, When you lose your job and you get paid severance, one of the things you need to do is to show that you want to work again. So if I just lost my job and I'm going to say, you know what, I lost my job, maybe it's a sign I'm just going to retire. Well, so if I'm not going to look for work and I'm going to consider myself to be retired, then that means that my former employer, the severance that they have to pay me is limited, a lot less than what I would otherwise be entitled to. On the other hand, if I want to be working again and I'm going to be actively looking, well, they have to pay me the, the, the full amount of severance. Well, if, if I'm going to refuse to use the outplacement counseling, it almost shows that I'm not really interested in working again. So that could impact the severance I'm owed. That's why I say to, to my employee clients, if your employer is offering you uh, outplacement counseling, no strings attached, use it. Show them that you want to be looking for work and you want to work again because that's going to make it easier for us to negotiate the full amount of severance that you're owed. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Mike, welcome to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. Hi. Hi. Yeah, I I believe, I don't know if you received my email, I was with an employer for 14 years and two other people were and uh, we were kind of forced out and we also found that they never paid vacation pay because they never issued proper pay slips. So I guess it's beyond, it's been a few years ago. So is there a limit, time limit on How many years, Mike? How many years? Five years. Five years. Yeah. So unfortunately, Mike, there's a two-year limitation period. Uh, to pursue those entitlements, both in terms of uh, severance, in terms of vacation pay, in terms of really anything. So, yeah, you, did you get severance back then? 
Well, we just got something through the uh, labor board or whatever it was called. So, but there was there was just a disputed thing because they they uh, they just were basically just put booted people out the door by uh, intimidating them and screaming and yelling at employees and stuff like that. So they. The employer was not in a in a healthy mental mental state as well, so that didn't help. Sure, sure, no, and, and you know, unfortunately, the labor board cannot help someone get their full entitlements. Only a small fraction of what their entitlements are. So it does sound, unfortunately, that you would not have received or you did not receive uh, everything you were owed. Probably not even close. But uh, unfortunately, there is a two-year limitation period, and and there would be nothing that we could do at this point, Mike. Unfortunately. Too bad you weren't around a few years ago when they had this. Cause, you know, <laughs> I was around. just didn't know about me, but no, I appreciate it. When you need yeah. Yeah, that always seems to be the case. Uh, Lior, where, where's, where's the expert when you need them? Well, you're here now. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading employment lawyers, and it is uh, winding down to the last couple of minutes. So if you want to speak with Lior, now is your opportunity. Uh, Lior, when can an employer not let someone go? Well, an employer cannot let someone go, first of all, for discriminatory reasons. Uh, So an employer can't let someone go because of their age or race or because they have a medical condition or because they're pregnant. That's discrimination. So an employer can never, doesn't matter how much severance is paid, it's still illegal. So, uh, and I, I see that all the time. Oftentimes, it, it comes down to age. Uh, we see that certainly quite a bit. An employer thinks that an employee is getting older. Maybe uh, they think they can replace them with a younger person, and they let them go. That's illegal. Wrong. We see that often, often in, in the context of uh, maternity leaves, when an employer does not take back the uh, the woman that's off on a maternity leave for whatever reason. Again, that's illegal. Uh, at that point, it will be a human rights violation. So that's one category uh, of, of terminations. You cannot let someone go for discriminatory reasons. You also cannot let someone go if they're trying to enforce their legal rights. So, for example, if I believe, Manny, that you owe me overtime and I make inquiries and demands you know, t- for you to pay me the overtime that you owe me, and you turn around and let me go, that's illegal as well. We call that a reprisal. In other words, you're, you're punishing me for simply trying to enforce my legal rights. So irrespective of severance, a termination would still be illegal. It would be a violation of the Employment Standards Act here in BC. So uh, those are the two main categories where an employer cannot let an employee go. In most other categories, or most other situations, I should say, an employer is allowed to let people go as long as severance is paid. Now, a lot of the times when people call me, I would say that most of the time, they actually call me because they're upset about being let go. They're not even necessarily thinking in terms of severance. Lior, my employer let me go. I did nothing wrong, and, and they just let me go out of the blue. That can't be right. And, you know, morally, ethically, even from a business standpoint, I agree. It's not right. But from a legal standpoint, an employer is allowed to let someone go for any reason as long as severance is paid, with the exceptions that I mentioned. I always like to use the car example, Manny. Your employer can say to you, Manny, you drive a blue car. We decided that we only like people with red cars, so we're going to let you go. Now, that's a silly example in the sense that no employer that I know would ever actually do that, but legally, that absolutely can happen uh, as long as severance is paid. Well, you've got to know your legal rights, and there is one person in this country knows legal rights better than 
most everyone else, and that is Lior Samfiru, and he joins us each and every week here at the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. If you have a question for Lior through the week, you can call toll-free 1-855-821-5900 or email help at employmenthour.com. And if you're lacking something to do during the week, uh, Leora set up something really cool called the Severance Pay Calculator. And once you go to severancepaycalculator.com, and uh, you'll just be able to prompt your way through that, and I think you'll find that a fun way to look at what you might be owed if you are terminated. But any employment issues, toll-free during the week uh, during the week to reach Lior, 1-855-821-5900 or help at employmenthour.com. You have been listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. We'll see you next time. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.